0: I'm Priscilla Pfeiffer, and welcome to Spark Your Inner Fire, a podcast for artists, performers, and closet creatives. You bring a lighter, and I'll bring the fuel. It's time to spark your inner fire. Hello, hello. I hope everyone's having an amazing day today. I wanted to talk today about the creative mind, the subconscious mind that fuels our creativity. You might assume that your creative mind just lives on the conscious level of what you know you're doing and feeling, when in fact, much of your creativity lives on a subconscious level. What do I mean by this? So if you, if you're a stage performer, then you know that there have been times when you've been on stage doing a dance number, doing a bit, and all of a sudden you forget you're on stage, right? You, you have the sudden realization that you're on stage performing in the middle of a dance number and you don't know how you got there. <laughs> and you're thinking, um, I just spent the last, I don't know how long thinking about what I need to buy at the grocery store. And the same thing can happen driving. You know, you're on your route, your same route home, and all of a sudden, you're thinking, where am I right now? <laughs> like, that's happened to me. Been on stage, been driving, and I don't know how I got there, and I don't know how long it had been since I've been consciously thinking about what I'm doing. Now, the reason for this is because, you know, when you first start learning a dance number or first start learning something new, it's still, you, ha- you still have to think about it on a conscious level. You have to think about what step comes next, or when you're driving, you're thinking about which way you need to turn. Where do I live? You know, when you first move into a new house, you still have to consciously think about which turn you need to make. And then over time, it becomes a habit, right? It's in your body. It's in your mind. It's working on autopilot to the point where you could be off stage. And literally do the dance in your sleep. You could do it without music. You know the exact rhythm and timing of everything because it's in your body. The same thing for uh, musicians or writers or painters. Like the, the paintbrush. You don't have to consciously think about where the paintbrush needs to go. The pressure that it needs to be applied to the canvas. It's just on autopilot, right? Because it's you're drawing, you're creating this art on a subconscious level. And so we're, when we're in the beginning stages of learning a new creative craft, we are, we are working in our conscious mind, learning the new steps on how they, they work. And it's interesting because it's in these beginning stages that we could really give ourselves a hard time because we're not picking it up quick enough. We assume that we should just have it down pat and be done with it, but that's not how our mind works. Where the magic lives of the creative processes in your subconscious mind. So when you are doing these creative tasks or any day tasks, creating new habits, we can tend to get frustrated with ourselves, right? Because it's, the, the habits aren't clicking, the new things aren't clicking that we're learning. And then we can sometimes give up, give up on the new habit, we give up on the new task because it's not there. We could start telling ourselves we're not good enough for this, it, we're not cut out to do this particular task, and then we throw it away. And that's a sad, 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 sad thing. Because oftentimes we give up on something before we even gave it a chance. It's like learning to walk in the beginning. You know, we don't look at a baby and, you know, they're, they're nine months old, just learning to walk and they fell a few times like, eh, probably not cut out to walk. You should probably just step. No, we expect that we're going to be a little wobbly in the beginning. But what do we do? We expect ourselves to be perfect at whatever we do right from the beginning. Not only that, is that all those thoughts going through your mind on how imperfect you are and how you're never going to be able to do it right all feeds in to your subconscious mind. And you know what your subconscious mind does? It's like, okay, got it. No problem. We don't have to get this. I won't put it in my body because you just told me to. That's cool. I'm never going to be good at this. Ooh does that really happen? Yeah, it does. Your mind is incredibly, incredibly powerful and it will start running on autopilot on whatever you tell it to, even while sleeping because your subconscious mind is working 24 hours a day. That's why you can do your dance number in your sleep because you, you are, (laughs) you sometimes are. If you practiced that dance number before you went to sleep, then your subconscious mind is focusing on that. So where else can this apply? Hmm. Well, would you assume that before you go to sleep, if you're focusing on something negative, focusing on things you can't do or an argument? Do you suppose that possibly your subconscious mind is thinking about that problem all night and thinking about how bad it is? And then maybe, maybe when we wake up in a terrible mood, it's because we we've been thinking about a problem all all night. And we haven't been thinking about a solution. We've been thinking and focusing on the problem. So in order to change habits and patterns of your conscious mind, you need to change the patterns of the beliefs of your conscious mind. So what do I mean by this? Well, like I mentioned earlier, the dance routine or your route home, driving home from work are habits. They're patterns that are in your body consciously that have become on a subconscious level. So it's been given instruction on how to do things, on how to be, and it accepts it, got it. And your belief is the pattern of the subconscious mind. So your subconscious believes what it's being told and in turn creates the outcome of the instruction it has just been given. It's like your conscious mind's the dance teacher and your subconscious mind is the student. It's been given an instruction, and it's going to follow what it's being told to a T. Your subconscious doesn't question whether or not what you're telling it is accurate, doesn't cross-reference or go and research. It's like, okay, teacher, thank you for instructing me. I will do what I'm told. So what do we have to do? So we have to tell the dance teacher, the conscious mind, to stop teaching the student wrong crap. Your technique is way off you are not teaching the students correctly because this dance teacher is a jerk she keeps yelling at the subconscious mind the students telling it telling the students that they'll never be good enough that they'll never be flexible enough that they'll never make it to the big stage and the students believe it and in turn they're not able to achieve their full potential because they've been told their entire lives that they'll never be good enough. because the conscious mind, the dance teacher, has been telling them that. And that becomes the habit that is played over and over that not good enough, can't do this, not going to happen, won't ever work. And solutions don't live there. Creativity does not thrive there. Creativity and solutions die there in that dance studio room with that jerk of a teacher, your conscious mind. So you got to tell the conscious mind to stop saying those things. So how do we do this? Well, our conscious mind, I'll give her a benefit of the doubt. She's doing the best she can with what she knows. And she's just made a terrible habit of talking to her students terribly. And why does she do that? Because she's been spoken the same way by her teacher. It's a domino effect. This means that you somewhere learned how to talk to yourself. You did. And it became a habit to tell yourself you aren't good enough or that you won't achieve anything. Your mind has been hijacked and you believed it because your subconscious believes it. And it's just a vicious cycle that needs to be broken in order for you to fulfill your creative potential. But you have to believe it and you have to be diligent and persistent about your thoughts. And I know, creative, sometimes you get an idea and you want to do it, then you get stuck in the details. You get stuck in the weeds. Instead, we should be focusing on the result and the feeling that that result is going to give us. So do this with me. Think of an idea that you've been wanting to execute on. You have it in your head? Good. Now, think of how you will feel when it's done. How are you going to feel? What will your face look like? Will you be smiling? Will you be jumping up and down? Will you call a friend? Will you call a family member? How will they look? How will they respond? The people that support you the most, if they were standing in front of you and you were giving the amazing news that this idea, this creation has been made, how will you feel and what will they feel and what will they look like? Picture that. Visualize that. Feel the feeling of what the result will feel like. And I want you to do this before you go to bed every night. I want you to focus on the feeling you will have when it's done. And what's going to happen here? Well, since your subconscious works 24 hours a day, even while it's sleeping, you know what it's going to do? It's going to figure out the details to that problem. It's going to find solutions and finding details to fill in the gaps of your idea. You're going to wake up. Maybe not after one day, but after some time of doing this, you are training your mind, your subconscious mind, to go in the direction of your choosing. It's science. It's your mind. It's your brain. It's how it works. We are creatures of habit. So when we focus on these things, we are training our conscious and our subconscious mind to work in our favor. So for the sake of your creative mind, for the sake of your potential, for the sake of creating and keeping your mind sane, do this. Focus on the feeling of the end result. You can do this even now with what's going on with the pandemic. Instead of going to bed thinking about the horror of the things going on and the sadness and the terror, focus on how you're going to feel when things go back to normal. Focus on the happiness. Who are you going to see? What are you most grateful for? Focus on those things. Put those on the forefront right before going to sleep. And I promise you, if you do it right, diligent about doing this nightly, you will start waking up in a better mood. You will start looking at your days differently because this, my friend, is the process of training your mind to work for you, not against you. It's your friend if you allow it to be, but it could be your enemy just the same if you allow it. Which one will you choose? Priscilla Pfeiffer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe, leave a comment so I can reach more people like you and go to sparkyourinnerfire.com. I have a special gift for you. Go check it out.